Hello, this is Debbie, and this is Path to Harmony podcast. And today's topic is the process for healing mind, body, and spirit. And I'm going to talk through kind of some strategies and maybe an order of operation sort of idea for how we go about healing our inner self and how that translates into healing our physical body and the way we show up in the world. So the first aspect of bringing inner healing, um, the first aspect of recognizing where we're out of balance um, in our energy body and our physical, mental and emotional body um, is usually that we're unhappy or we don't feel well. Um, So this might show up as disease in the body, it might show up as pain or insomnia or anxiety, or it may show up as, um, you know, inability to pay attention to things, inability to follow through, procrastination, depression, it could be a multitude of things. So when we have something out of balance in our world, when we're not feeling well, we're not thinking well, we're not functioning well, then we need to embark on this process of healing. And I don't know that there's anyone on the planet that doesn't need to work on their healing unless they've already been doing it nonstop and it's a natural part of their everyday. Um, So where do we start? When we have things that are not balanced in our world, when we're not feeling well, we need to look at, um, probably initially it's easiest to look at, okay, are there patterns of our day-to-day that we can change? So we're going to look at you know, what are my habits? What are my routines? Um, what are my go-to default patterns? And are they serving me or not? So is the time that you get up in the morning serving you? Are the foods that you eat during the day and the drinks that you consume, are they serving you or not? How do you feel um, with those things? Is the job that you go to or the way you spend your days, um, even, and even if you're unemployed, you know, how does the, the way that your life flows serve you or not? So these are some of the less emotional sometimes and, and easier things to change, relatively speaking, because we can just make a plan and try to enact it. So we can say, okay, instead of getting up at 7am when I have to be to work at 8, Um, and I'm always late, and I skip breakfast, and I feel horrible by one, Um, we can change that. We can say, you know what, if I have to be at work at eight, I'm going to get up at six, and I'm going to have a whole hour to take my time and eat breakfast, and um, then I'll get ready, and then I'll get to work on time and feel nourished, um, ready, prepared, and hopefully energized. So that's just one example of daily routine healing, correcting uh, patterns that are not serving us and not bringing us um, where we want to go or how we want to feel. Okay, a next step of healing is going to be um, relationships. Um, Typically, that's a huge factor in our stress levels, in our levels of happiness or discontent. And... So creating space in our relationships so that we have time to um, think and respond versus react 
um, where we have time to analyze and decide what is serving us and what isn't, where we have time to consider our own actions and if, if they're in line with our own values and integrity, um, and where we can set boundaries. So dealing with our relationships, in my experience, the first benefit or value or the first action step we'll say to healing relationships that are causing us discontent is to first create space in the relationship create time apart create space time to think and process and and then instead of focusing on the other person and what we think they're doing wrong um, which doesn't help anything uh, we need to step back and look at ourselves and decide how do we feel? Why do we feel that way? And what would make us feel better? Okay, so then we're really just breaking down the components of what are my own choices? And how do I change them to better serve me so that I'm happy? And so again, making that space, and then identifying, all right, what circumstance or what part of the relationship, what pattern do I want to be different because it doesn't feel good now? And then what can I do to change that? What shift can I make in how I feel about it, in my expectations, in the energy I bring to it? Um, and maybe you might recognize that the relationship itself is not serving you and that you need to make more space <laughs> and um, transfer out of that relationship or, um, or change the definition of it. So... That goes to kind of healing some of the emotional components, um, dealing with relationships. Um, and these are some of the biggest, either the easiest to fix or the biggest triggers. And that's the order I would go in, okay, for this self-healing and getting yourself in balance with who you are. Um, so you can feel happy and rested and energized and all of those things. So the next piece might be our mind. Okay, what are my belief systems that are keeping me stuck or um, in a place or a position that I don't want to be? Um, do I believe I can't do better? Do I believe, you know, there's nowhere for me to go? Do I believe I'm not good enough for what I really want to do or what would really make me happy? And so those mental thoughts, um, our belief systems, you know, those limit our lives, but they also they also guide and direct our lives. And so if those beliefs about ourself um, are, in fact, what's limiting our potential, because we're not willing to step out, step up, um, dream, take a risk, um, move forward and rise up into our full power you know, then those are things that we need to kind of grab hold of, identify, and then break it down. Where did this limiting belief come from? Um, how is it not serving me? And if it's not serving you, you actually get to just change it. Okay, I want to be successful and, you know, in the top of my field. And so I'm going to believe that I have all that it takes to get there. And so I'm going to work to achieve that. So that's how that process works. Identify the limiting belief, 
figure out where it came from, um, discard what's not serving you, and write a new story. Tell yourself a new story that does open up your potential, that does open up the motivation to step up into your power and your identity. Okay, so we've talked about changing our daily schedule or routines, um, modifying our relationships, discovering our belief systems that may not be serving us. Okay, um, and then we really need to go to the harder work. <laughs> um, and you know, it's again, it's all relative, but I think cleaning up some of the organizational things and um, creating space, creating boundaries, recognizing, you know, what we want, what we desire. Um, those are things that can get our outer life functioning so we feel stable enough to do the emotional work. Um, and the emotional work comes with, you know, trauma, um, our inner child, our um, fears, um, and, you know, grief, shame, all of those pieces that sometimes like build up within us and never have anywhere to go. And so we're carrying around, you know, a hundred pound weight with us um, that just burdens us into inaction or um, dissatisfaction. So this emotional work is much harder and we want stable ground to um, work from because when we dive into the emotions, that throws us off, right? Those kinds of things rock our world. Um, there are tsunami waves that push us over and then we don't know which way is up. So you really want to establish a routine that nourishes you, um, relationships that at the very least create the space you need for healing um, by putting in boundaries, setting time frames, um, modifying the interactions and redefining the relationship as needed. Um, and then we need to look at our belief systems and recognize where we need some work there. Rewrite our story so that we have a belief system that opens the door to fulfilling our potential. Then we dive into the emotions. And when we look at our emotional um, body, um, the emotional pain that resides within us, how do we heal that? Um, the first thing is to face it, to find it, recognize it, and sit in it. It's not fun, um, but it, what it really is about is letting that emotion wash through you, feeling it and all that it has to deliver to you. Emotions are messengers. They tell us a story about an experience. Um, they are sort of the it's sort of like the book that the story is written in. Um, and so once we like know the story, we, we hold the book in our hands, we actually have the opportunity to process those emotions, feel through them, and then say, okay, I felt all the pain that that experience was meant to br bring me. What was I supposed to learn from that? Um, I was supposed to learn to choose better relationships. I was supposed to learn um, that I'm stronger than I think. I was supposed to learn that some people are unhealed and hurt others and don't know it or can't control it or don't have any guidance themselves. You know, we, we learn perspective. 
Um, And then we apply compassion to ourselves for those emotions. We sit our inner child on our lap and we give them the biggest hug, love, cuddles, snuggles, whatever. Wipe their face, dry their tears, hold them until they're all cried out. And we say, you know what? You have every reason to feel the way you do and you've done a good job getting here. And it's okay now. So we, we nurture our inner child with those painful emotions. And when we're all cried out, then we can say, okay, I am grateful for what now? Having gone through that situation, I don't have to be grateful for harm that came to me. But what am I grateful for now? One, I can recognize other people's pain. Two, I can be more compassionate to others who have gone through similar experiences. Um, Three, I'm much smarter and wiser on how to avoid um, those types of situations or people. And it can go on and on. So we recognize what we are grateful for now, what we have learned um, because of or in spite of those circumstances that harmed us. Okay, so we've gone through the emotion, we've let it wash through us, we've comforted our inner child, let them get all cried out. We've shown compassion and love towards ourselves, and then we um, recognize what we've learned. What can we be grateful for in this moment today? And then, maybe the most important part, is we get to rewrite that story. And I've talked about this in other episodes, but we then get to rewrite that story, not from, oh my gosh, they brutalized me in mind, body, or spirit, whatever the situation was, and I'll never be the same. Well, no, you won't, but that doesn't have to be the story that you tell to anyone else or to yourself, because that story is a story of defeat. And so you can rewrite that story to your gratitude story in spite of all that's occurred. Look at what I have achieved. Look at who I am. Look at where my heart is, my mind is, my potential is. And I have grown. Um, I have accomplished, achieved, learned these things. And so that can become the new story, which gives you the, the motivation potentially and, and also hopefully some energy toward moving forward. Um, advancing your life into something more of your liking, more of your choosing. Okay, so it's, it's a lengthy process and I'm making it really kind of clinical in this aspect, but the idea is to break down each part of, um, our life structure, we'll say, and rework it so that it functions for us better, so that it is serving us, so that it's bringing us to where we want to be and go and what we want to do. And, you know, probably the biggest overlying um, facilitation to this process is to let go of what anybody else thinks um, or expects or wants to see happen in your life. It's not their life. It's not their job to define your life for you. And only you can create the life that brings you fulfillment and joy. Sure, we need help along the way. Absolutely, we do. Um, But you have to be in the driver's seat of your own life. And, And so you also have to be in the driver's seat of your healing. 
And as you heal, this brings you to a place of stability and strength and empowerment and confidence in yourself. It brings you to a level of self-esteem where it doesn't matter anymore what other people think. Okay, and when we get to this point, this is where we move into the healing of the body. Okay, when we get to this point of clearing out our emotions, rewriting our stories, um, changing the, the neural pathway and networks um, for our old pain cycles. Um, and then we can say, okay, my body is now able to be cleansed from the toxins of all that I've experienced. I can have energy healing or I can do um, other kinds of body work um, to cleanse and restore my physical body. Because once we've healed our mental and emotional body, our physical body no longer has to send us signals of dis-ease or, or illness patterns to tell us that we're out of balance. If we've balanced the inside, then we can now balance the physical body. Okay? I, they're directly related. And that doesn't mean that people don't have physical conditions that require medical care. Absolutely they do. And we are able to heal ourselves in many instances um, as we clean house and believe in the power that we are given. So um, I get physical symptoms now after I've done a lot of inner work that I can ask, what is the message in this physical symptom? Identify it, say, okay, I got the message. The physical symptom can now go away and I will do the work with the message I've been given. And I've had symptoms that maybe initially um, you know, make me fearful or panic or worry about something. And I can just let that go and say, you know what, I got the message. I'm going to do this other work. I'm going to bring my body or whatever back into balance. And I don't have to, to hold on to that symptom. It's a messenger message delivered. You can go now. So this isn't a, a fail proof process. Um, it's a work in progress. Everyone's experience is different, but I wanted to share with you um, a strategy, uh, a process idea um, for working through healing of your mind, body, and spirit. I hope this helps. Be blessed today. Thanks for listening.